What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for October 9th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Rogue One at Gary Witta. Good morning. How are you? Good. It's been a while. It has been. I've missed you. It's been. I haven't even been on for two weeks God, you're because so I was out of town last week, the yeah. week before you had the up and comers. Yep. And then it's been even longer since you and I hosted together because before that, I think, like, I think the last one I did was with, uh, did a couple with Imran. Yeah, that sounds so about right. It's been yeah, about yeah. a month since you and I sat down. Wonder Twins powers activate. Too long. I know. Is this is this all of October? All of October. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Thank I'm you very fully, much. Fully Thank behind you very it. much on that. Yeah. Uh, here's what I want. I want to talk about your wardrobe. This Bob's Burbank, California. Is this the burger you've been tweeting about? Because you you went you went down to do some work the other day. Yeah. In L. A. And yeah. you took a photo of a burger and you said every time, is that a Bob's burger? <clears throat> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever I have a meeting, I had a meeting at Warner Brothers. Sure Warner did. Brothers is in Burbank. You're making some DCEU movies, huh? You're making a Superman right movie? And practically right across. And it was a morning meeting. Yeah. Anytime I have like a morning meeting at Warner Brothers, uh, Bob's Big Boy, the famous burger joint, mm-hmm. is practically right across the street. I mean, you can literally walk from Bob's over to Warner Brothers. Sure. Uh, and so I usually go over there a little bit early, sit down, have myself a nice, uh, a nice uh, Big Boy breakfast. Okay, okay. Yeah. And yeah. I had this, I actually had this T-shirt... Um, before from the, okay. I can buy them there. Okay, and but the last one got all kind of stanked up, and it was all sure, messy. Got some crud on it, yeah, bent yeah. out of shape. So I got myself a new one. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. good. And then also, you ever been to Bob's? I've never been oh, to a Bob's. If, if you're no. ever in Burbank, you got to got to go to Bob's. Okay, home of the original Big Boy statue, Burger, which is essentially a Big Mac, but it's far superior to a Big. Mac. Oh, okay, good yeah. to know. Good to know. The next question I had is that I saw you get these crazy pancakes in San Francisco. Oh, and man, have you been I'm to that place? I'm pretty sure you went back the next day. Have for you been more? to that? No, you, I don't you know where it is. You got to go. It? It's Stone's Town. Oh, okay. It's right. It's right down the street. Okay. Is, is it's the, cool. Is the line still insane? No, because now, yeah. so when when Graham first started making these crazy, um, so they're basically they're, they're, they're these they're these uh, Japanese uh, style. Super fluffy souffle style. Okay. Um, and I think they're made in much the same. You know, like when you go to a restaurant, and you go to, and you, they say to you, "It's going to hey, take thirty minutes." Well, they say there's a souffle on the on the menu, uh, but if you want that for dessert, order it now so yeah. that you're not not waiting. Yeah. Um, I think that they make these souffle style pancakes in a similar fashion because yeah. you have to wait thirty minutes to get them. Oh wow! Okay. They take a long time to make. Yeah. But they're super fluffy. They melt in your mouth. Tastiest pancakes I've ever had. Wow. Um, yeah. My my wife and I went. And we liked them so much that uh, a couple of days later, I took my kid back to get them. That's awesome. Really good. Okay, good. Yeah, you got it. It's right here. It's close. And I inis- know. And initially, it was a really long line because they were only serving the special pancakes three servings a day. Okay. But now they serve them all day long. Okay. You gotta, you gotta go. Kevin, we gotta go get pancakes. I'm, I'm ready when you are, dude. All right, we'll talk about that later because right now we're gonna talk about the Blitz Chunk Fallout, the Division update. Apex vaults are open and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday in a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns, takes on the news, and everything else under the video game sun. Then tune in and watch us for Record it live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Will we break an embargo today? Only the people watching live will know. Then, uh, if you're not watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Listening on podcast services around the globe. Going to Rooster Teeth. All that jazz. Housekeeping for you. Remember, Nick, myself, and Andy are all headed to Toronto for EGLX. We're going to be up there October 19th and 20th. That's a Saturday and a Sunday. Saturday at 12.30, we have an autograph session you can sign up for. Saturday at 7.30 p.m., we have the Smash Brothers uh, Royal Rumble we're doing. Nick did buy a trophy. 
to give away to whoever wins from the Royal Rumble audience members. Uh, Sunday, uh, 11 a.m., the Kind of Funny panel will be on the main stage, and I'm sure we will all be hungover and make you regret coming to that panel. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed Mohammed. Today we're brought to you by Hymns and Quit, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. Oh, Baker's dozen. Kevin's very. Uh, he had he had his um, he had his Wheaties this he morning. He did have didn't his Wheaties. Say he knows he got to bring it. This is a huge <laughs> Roper Report. It's gonna be another long, long one. That's why I had to drink the water before. Who was on yesterday? Bruce Green. Okay, he did a great job. Yeah, yeah, but. We're following up on yesterday's situation here. Right. The Blitz Chung situation. Yeah. You're familiar with this, right? Yeah, I've been following it. I'm going to give you the first two graphs from yesterday's uh, Roper report about this so that if you didn't listen to yesterday, you'll be understanding of where we are. Blitz Chung. Previously on <laughs> Kind of Funny. <laughs> Put the gun down. Blitz Chung, a pro Hearthstone player from Hong Kong, ended the stream earlier this week with a statement of support for those engaged in months-long protest against local police and government. As a result of this, Blizzard has ruled that he violated competition rules and have handed out a heavy punishment. In the stream, part of the broadcast of the Asia-Pacific Grandmasters, Blitz Chung wore a mask, similar to those worn by protest, and said, liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. And that was then we went into more and more of it yesterday, right? And talked about how they took away all his winnings, they banned him for a year, all these crazy things happening. And then the fallout from that of how, what the fuck? We thought, it was, I, me and Bruce were like, this is crazy and terrible and a bad decision. Bad decision on uh, Blizzard's part, Gary? Awful, terrible decision. Okay. We're going to get into now the ramifications of that and probably more with it takes. Because there's been a whole bunch of different little updates on there, all right? We're going to start with... Uh, Mary DeSalandre over at GamesIndustry.biz, who I'm jumping into a story she was already writing about. She recapped it like I just did. I like the way that you wrote her name out here in the phonetic so that you would... I try, man. Yeah, that's a good good way to do it. It's that thing when it's a new name, like, you know... Yeah, you want to get it right. Exactly, exactly. Uh, U.S. Senators Mark Rubio, Republican Florida, and Ron... Wyden, de- yes. Democrat, Oregon, uh, have since both expressed their concern concerns concerning Blizzard's decision. Wyden tweeted, Blizzard shows it is willing to humiliate itself to please the Chinese Communist Party. No American company should censor, should censor calls for freedom to make a quick buck. Rubio also reacted via Twitter, saying, uh, China is using access to market as leverage to crush free speech globally. Implications of this will be felt long after everyone in U.S. politics today is gone. Continuing on with that story from Marie. Uh, the backlash also came from Blizzard's own employees. Plaques with the words, Think Globally and Every Voice Matters, displayed at the entrance of the company's HQ in Irvine, California, had been covered yesterday. Former uh, employee Kevin Hofstede uh, reported on Twitter. These inscriptions are part of Blizzard's eight core values, as its mission statement clearly shows on its website. Said values state that Blizzard Entertainment is what it is today because of the voices of its players and of each member of the company. It continues, every employee is encouraged to speak up, listen, be respectful of others, and embrace criticism as just another avenue for great ideas. These values sit side by side with lead responsibility, or um, re- yeah, re- responsibly, uh, among others. With Blizzard saying that, quote, as one of the world's leading game companies, it is committed to making ethical decisions, end quote. The gaming community also reacted strongly with moderators on Blizzard's subreddit eventually setting it to private to avoid further backlash, Eurogamer reported. It is worth noting, of course, r slash Blizzard is up and running again today. Uh, The Hearthstone subreddit is still running, though, uh, with at least one moderator deciding to step down from the mod team as they feel Blizzard is no longer a company they want to support or follow. The Taiwanese casters who were interviewing... uh, uh, Blitz Chung. 
blanked on it. Sorry. Uh, when he expressed his support of the Hong Kong, of Hong Kong, were also condemned by Blizzard, uh, which terminated their contracts. Talking to PC Gamer, one of them, who goes by the name Virtual, said he was just doing his job and was unaware of the fact that Blitzchung uh, was going to wear a gas mask during the interview, a reference to Hong Kong protests, and he didn't know how to react to it. Quote, the director only told me I have an interview, he said. Uh, he didn't talk about how he's wearing a mask, so when the interview started, I wasn't sure what the situation was. So I just thought that Chung uh, could, say, could, say, could just say what he wanted to say. Both casters were notified that they were being fired later, a day later without being uh, given any precise explanation. God's Unchained developer, uh, Immutable, announced today that it would cover Blitz Chung's lost prizing. Quote, no player should be punished for their beliefs, the studio tweeted, adding that Blizzard cares more about money than it does freedom. Uh, it also offered Blitz Chung a, a ticket to participate in God's Unchanged $500,000 tournament. Uh, Immutable was the victim of a cyber attack shortly after this announcement. The Sydney Mor Morning Herald reported, with players unable to log into God's Unchained for a few hours. It is worth noting that Chinese uh, giant Tencent owns a uh, 4.9% share of Activision Blizzard. So that's the first bullet point update here. There's a lot in there to unpack. That's just getting us up to date. That's before we even start with today's exactly. latest developments. There's even more stuff. Do you want it all at once? And then let's let's hear all of it. All right, good, Gary. Now we're going to jump over to Kotaku, where Luke Plunkett j chimes in with this. Blizzard's acquiescence, right? To the power. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you check in, but yes. I want to make sure you keep me honest. Of the Chinese government slash market has seen the company eat a lot of shit over the last 24 hours. So it was, depending on how you look at it, either the worst or most perfect time imaginable to try and broadcast the American Collegiate Hearthstone Championship. Oh, yeah, it kicks off there as well. During I saw this last night. During tonight's stream of the match between Worcester uh, Polytechnical Institute and American University, as the game came to a close, the American University team held up a banner reading Free Hong Kong, Free Hong Kong Boycott Blizz which was visible for a few seconds before the camera hurriedly switched views and was left lingering awkwardly on the WPI players. Uh, this is Luke at Kotaku, but raising an interesting point if you're not paying attention to the calendar. If I was Blizzard and was in any way connected with anything going on with BlizzCon, the company's annual fan convention, which takes place in just three weeks, I would be getting a little sweaty about now. Uh, there, are already so there are only so many cameras you can switch off and subreddits you can close. Then, uh, McKenna Kelly over at The Verge has this chime in about Fortnite's response to all this. Fortnite developer Epic Games said in a statement that it will not ban players or content creators for political speech. The message comes after Blizzard caught fire this week for banning professional Hearthstone player uh, for shouting a statement associated with the Hong Kong protesters. Quote, Epic supports everyone's right to express their views on politics and human rights. We wouldn't ban or punish Fortnite, uh, a Fortnite player or content creator for speaking on these topics, an Epic spokesperson told The Verge. Gary, this is your first chance to talk about any of this. What's up? I, I honestly don't even know where to start with this, Greg. I yeah. mean, the bottom line, obviously, it's absolutely appalling. And Blizzard fucked up badly. And they are now in the midst of an existential crisis of yeah. their own making. And yeah. I have no sympathy for them at all. Yeah. Uh, I'll be very interested, as Jason Schreier said today, I had a brief conversation with him on Twitter about it this morning. What, what do they do next? Yeah, try, um, I want to bring that in actually too because I had seen that tweet and I went to check on it, right? Because Jason had tweeted, uh, he had heard that there was going to be some kind of conversation today at Blizzard about this. Uh, I had it open, of course, closed it before I came out here. So I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling. Yeah, here it is. Uh, this is a response on his initial tweet thread. I heard Jay Allen Brack is planning to address Blizzard's employees' concerns, although I don't know if that's going to be just for staff or the public as well. He's tweeted a few hours ago. Well, they've got, I mean, they're obviously going to have to deal with internal messaging and external messaging because clearly people at Blizzard 
are not happy about this. So, it's going to be. It's got to be. If you're if you're going to work at Blizzard today, yeah. it's got to be a weird vibe, right? There's a. This is obviously what everyone's talking about. The employees aren't happy. Uh, the company now is in full blown. Is in a crisis. Absolutely in a full blown crisis. As I said to Jason Try this morning, I would be very surprised if they haven't already or are considering bringing in. Uh, external crisis management people, you know, like when when an oil rig blows up and there's like animals being killed left and right, you know, by yeah. oil slicks and stuff. They bring in like these expert crisis people to try and like help them. Here's here's how you limit the damage. You get. Blizzard are in that deeper mess right now. Yeah, this is not going to go away. No. BlizzCon is in a few weeks. Yes. Well, how about that for timing? Right. Um, so it looks it looks terrible for them. But beyond just the opt-in, I don't give a fuck what happens to Blizzard. They 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 shat in their own bed and now they have to to lie in it. Um, there's a there's a big obviously this is a and we're seeing we, I don't want to get too in, into the NBA you know, the NBA have obviously been going through a similar situation recently that right. and I think the NBA has actually done a better job of standing up to this Blizzard completely capitulated um, you know they are five percent owned by a Chinese company uh, the Chinese market is a massive market the China obviously being an authoritarian government can just ban Blizzard games if they want they they are able to exert a tremendous amount of pressure economic pressure on Blizzard. Because Blizzard is terrified of that, and they and they know that the Chinese are extremely, extremely sensitive to anything like this. You know, you, you know, this is why Apple has to take the Taiwanese flag out of the emojis and iOS and all all this kind of stuff. Because the Chinese government, the Chinese state, is so terribly sensitive to all of this stuff mm. um, that you know they expect these Western companies that they do business with to totally capitulate because of all the economic pressure that they can um, apply. Yeah. So what happens as a result of this is that we now in America, which is supposed to be a free country, are by extent, are by virtue of China's economic ability to pressure uh, Western companies to do what they wanted to do. We're essentially living in kind of a, in kind of a light version of authoritarian China right now, because even though the Chinese government doesn't have, doesn't have political control over us, we're not subject to Chinese law. The Chinese government can so pressure Western companies that they can do things like exactly they can force Blizzard to exact exact an economic penalty on on a Hearthstone player. Right. And 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 they're firing the fucking casters who didn't even know what this guy. That, I mean, what like, is going on there? When I was talking to Jen about it today, she kn she knew about everything that was going on with Blitzchung. That's been talked about right really well. But when I brought up the fact of like the casters getting fired, I mean makes zero sense to no me. of like if i was there if i'm get hired for some gig or whatever and i'm talking to people and like so, someone does a kanye you know george bush hates black people thing yeah. like i'm i'm in trouble for that i'm in, right. i'm in trouble for this guy and like the casters did you know put their heads down like they were just they were like, just ha they just happened to be standing it's yeah. like it's like it's like arresting uh, i was like it's like i'm in a bank yeah making a making a deposit or whatever yeah, yeah someone yeah. guy comes in and robs the bank and they fucking arrest me because i was in the bank standing next to the guy yeah yeah what is going on? Blizzard have really, really fucked up here. I don't know if they anticipate. They certainly should have anticipated this. I, w I would love to know what the origin of the decision was. If someone, that's the problem. If, if someone at Blizzard said, "Oh, I think the Chinese might be a bit worried about this," we probably, pr probably preemptively take action. Yeah. Or if the fucking Chinese bat phone, the hotline rang, and and someone. In that from thing, China it's said, all the fucking optics not, on you this, need to right? do something about Lord this. Lord of Pwn and You're Wrong points out, keep in mind, Epic Games is 40% owned by Tencent, way more than Activision Blizzard, right? right? So, I mean, the fact that Epic's saying that, you, I know that there is a there's Blizzard uh, there is a Blizzard China over there. I know that this, I know that, like, there's, uh, I saw one of the things that didn't make the rundown, but uh, Rod, the esports analyst over there, has, has, I had a whole bunch of different stuff up today, and one of them being, like, 
the microblogging site that's used in China that Blizzard put out, the Blizzard China put out a statement on, was way more aggressive at the end of like, you know, oh, we're going to support our country kind of thing. It, I don't, it's a weird thing of trying to figure out where the pressure came from. And I wonder if we'll ever, we'll never know unless somebody leaks it all to Shire eventually in terms of where the decision happened. Was this a, Knee-jerk reaction, let's nip it in the bud. Was it somebody yelling at them from across the pond here? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand where it went so awry that, like, somebody thought and pulled the, the trigger that this was the right way to do this. It's, I mean, it's, it's a bigger global problem. I mean, the, Chi- the Chinese state is, is terrible, just awful. I mean, be, beyond what's going on in, in, uh, in Hong Kong. Um, you know, I mean, I, I'm not going to get into all the uh, into a long list of all the human rights abuses that, that the Chinese state is responsible for. In a, in, a, in a world in which China was not so economically powerful and economically um, woven into the fabric of our, of our global lives, they would, be, they, would, they would be exiled just like North Korea is exiled. Uh, but because they, are, because, because, they have, because they make all our plastic shit yeah. and our electronics and because they, they are able to exert tremendous economic pressure on the world at large and cause chaos and they have nuclear weapons, we have to tolerate them. We just we just ignore the fact that they harvest organs from political prisoners and 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 do all the terrible 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 things that we know that they do, but we tolerate them because they have a lot of money. It's disgraceful, and this and 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 this and in, in a way, it's actually good that this has happened because I think it does. Classic Streisand effect here, by the way. A hundred percent. Blizzard. Blizzard. Hundred. They just made this. A, if they'd have just if they'd have just tolerated the comment and let it go, do you think we'd be talking about this today? No. I mean, this no, is what we were talking about not. with Bruce yesterday, right? Like. If this was just a slap on the wrist, right? <laughs> if Blizzard was like, listen, these are the rules here, yeah. which are total yeah. bullshit yeah. when you read them of like, we don't yeah. want any disrepute from you, whatever yeah. the fuck you're talking yeah. about. But it's like, hey, we're we're docking you $4,000 of your winnings or whatever, or whatever, 10% of your winnings, you're banned from two, con- or you're uh, suspended from two games or whatever for right. violating this one rule here. Right. We would have maybe talked about it yesterday and it would have been like, oh, here's a wrinkle and it wouldn't be what it is now where yeah. the hashtag boycott Blizzard I mean, is, you know, is- I think, you know, like, uh, Blizzard, Blizzard quoted their, their, their tournament rules and one of the rules is something to do with, you know, you don't make political statements yeah, yeah. Or, what, or whatever. I think that's, that's fine. Now, had they just, if, had they just kind of quietly issued a press release and had a conversation with a guy saying, Hey, you know, technically that's in violation of the rules. Here's some kind of harmless warning. Yeah. This would have been a one-day story. They banned the guy for a year. They took away all his winnings, and now this player is saying that he's probably not going to play Hearthstone again forever. Yeah. And they've well, ma- they've, they've, I mean, they've made him, they've made him a martyr. They've made him a hero of yeah. the cause. Like, I mean, the, the people that run these, like, like these people are not very smart do they not understand did, did, did no one again i always want to be in the room is there no one who puts a hand up and says uh i think if we do this we're actually going to make things a hundred times worse yeah and here we are yeah i got questions for you gary of course from the kind of funny community uh frank furter is where we'll start he wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games it says good morning greg and gary the two ogs shout out to anybody who cued a secession reference out of that yesterday greg and bruce discussed what is going on with blizzard and then since then, a lot has happened. After everything that's happened, how does Blizzard bounce back? Can they bounce back? Or will this just be another thing we all forget about in a month once Blitz, BlitzCon begins? Blitz, well, ah, BlizzCon begins. I, don't, I mean, again, water. I have no sympathy for, for Blizzard at all because they, they, they created this mess for themselves. Um, and uh, But, we're getting, but in, we're getting into that same thing we always do of throwing the baby out with the bathwater, right? The fact that like all these people are... Or not all these people, but people at Blizzard are putting protest signs over the values clearly 
Blizzard. Well, let me just say, I have no, I have no sympathy for the, the management of Blizzard of that's responsible Perfect. for this You're decision. I have a lot okay. of sympathy for the people at Blizzard that don't. I'm working on a game and I'm super excited to reveal it on November Blizzard, and what Blizzard, the fuck. The, Blizzard, the corporate entity, I have yeah. no sympathy for right now. They, this is a mess of their own making. It was a decision made, it was a craven decision made purely out of protecting their own economic interests. Uh, where, you know, th- th- is in violation of their values, which are literally written in stone outside of their building. This is why the, the protesting employees have covered them up because they're so because um, it's such a, such a such a disgrace in terms of what they are and what their values are and where they and started. Blizzard is supposed to be a, they're supposed to be one of the cool companies, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, let's not forget that they are in fact part of a much larger and much less cool company, <laughs> and let's not forget about that. But like, I, I have no sympathy for them, but I don't envy the situation that they find themselves in because now they're really caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. They have to address this. and There they, has to be a statement they either, they either do... Now, so the NBA did this very interestingly. The NBA fucked up right away, right? They they kind of... Can you bring me up to speed on this? So my, I ha- it's, I'm not an expert. I didn't, okay. fo- I, I didn't follow this to the same degree, but my understanding is that initially... Uh, was it a player or a coach that made some kind of statement? Some kind of like pro-Hong Kong statement? And um, and the NBA uh, seemed to kind of go along with the kind of the Chinese author- authoritarian side of it um, and caught a bunch of shit. And, and again, you're wrong. Will correct me if I'm wrong because I've not followed this as closely. But the last I heard, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, got up and did a big press conference and a press release and said, "Hey, listen, we heard you. We will always stand up for you know the rights of our players to express themselves and blah blah blah." And seemed to be that now now kind of align themselves more. You know, on the on the light side of the force. Yeah. Um, Blizzard now have a deci- have a decision about what they're going to do, and, and again, they can't they they, they they can't win really. They either they either apologize and re- and overturn the decision and and say yes, we are going to stand by our yeah, we made a mistake, but we are going to stand by our values and potentially alienate the ch- uh, China, or they continue to stick with their position. And potentially alienate um, massive quarters of their players. This is not a story that we're going to forget. This, this, this no. is now. Um, this, I believe that this is a serious enough thing that this is now a stain on Blizzard's history. Oh. Like this won't just go away. This, me, when we talk about Blizzard ten years from now, we'll still be talking about the time that they fucked up here. Let me give a quick, just a quick dip a toe of what's going on with this NBA stuff, right? Because again, I'd heard about it, but I haven't followed it. And then this all happened. And I was very hung up on the gaming part of it. I'm reading from CNN.com. Uh, Phil Taylor has an op-ed, but this is, he has a rundown of it in the beginning, right? Uh, the National Basketball Association was doing exactly that. In, oh, actually, I guess I should read the first paragraph. It is not. A Exactly news that in order to tap into uh, certain international markets, U.S. businesses often choose to turn a blind eye to the policies of foreign governments that are not in line with American values. U.S. companies tend to choose profits over ideals. The National Basketball Association was doing exactly that in China, where it has profited from the burgeoning Asian interest in professional basketball. The NBA is huge in China. To the tune of $4 billion, uh, U.S. dollars, while ignoring the communist government's human rights issues. But the dynamics of the NBA-China business partnership changed last Sunday when Houston Rockets general manager, Daryl Morley, tweeted support for Hong Kong protesters. Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong, Morley tweeted, triggering backlash from the Chinese government. Within hours, Morley bo- Morley's boss, Rockets owner, uh, Tillman Fritetta, uh, responded in another tweet, Listen, D. Morley does not speak for the Houston Rockets. Our presence in Tokyo is all about the promotion of the NBA internationally, and we are not a political organization. Uh, that didn't stop Tencent, which has a five-year streaming deal with the NBA in China worth $1.5 billion, from announcing that it would not air Rockets games until further notice. Chinese online stores pulled Rockets merchandise from their websites, and the Chinese Basketball Association, headed by national icon and former Rockets star Yao Ming, announced it was suspending cooperation with the team. 
and then it goes on into more stuff. So that's the good recap. Uh, it's not nutshell. good enough to say we're not a political, political political organization. If you're doing business with a with a with a with a, a state that is um, committing awful uh, political and human rights abuses, and you just ignore that, that inaction. That willful ignorance is by itself taking a political stance. You're saying we're okay with this. You don't. You don't just. You don't just get to play the let's not bring politics into this card. Let, I mean, I, 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 and I hesitate to bring up Godwin's law here, but let's say that the NBA had been around in the 1940s, mm -hmm. and they and they had and they had set up um, uh, um, uh, an NBA team in Nazi Germany because because the Nazis were really into the, into basketball. And they said, oh, but we're not a political organization, so it's not really our place to get involved in that. Unacceptable. And this is unacceptable. Mm, mm, mm. Do you, so is that you no, say it's going to Because be... it raises the bigger question of, is that so terrible? Why do business in China in the first place? Simple as that. It's all right. about the money. So are we all turning a blind eye to it as well, though? Yeah. How much I mean, of our stuff is made in China? Almost all of it. Yeah. And that, and that, unfortunately, is an economic reality which is now so embedded and so ingrained that it's almost impossible to, to, un, to, to unpick that. And we're, st and we're now st stuck with it. Yeah. That's just part of the, of, of, the kind of the economic fabric of the planet. Do you think that both this NBA thing and this uh, Blizzard thing in such close succession or uh, uh, such close uh, relationship are, the are us turning a corner on it? Do you think that you can get loud enough to change things here? Maybe. I mean, look, it's as simple as this. China does not get to dictate how China West care. China does not get to dictate how Western companies behave. They don't get to tell us this is a you know it's 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 not again and the only option of course is 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 to say well we don't want to do business with China and the problem is when you say that you you you, lose you, you give dollars. away billion and then you have to go explain that to your shareholders. Yeah, shareholders yeah, yeah. don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So I want to get, bring it back to Frankfurt for a second, though. You talked about you think this will be a stain on Blizzard for a long time. Oh yeah. Do you think? I think, that I think there's going to be. I think there's going to be. A, they a BlizzCon has to address this in some way. There's going to be a cloud over BlizzCon. I, I don't know how many is people canceled their BlizzCon tickets. Is there a way for them to fix it going into BlizzCon though? Do you think I, in the I next two weeks they're able to make, put out I, enough statements? I'm not a crisis management expert. I can only tell you what I think is morally right, which yeah. is to overturn this decision, admit they fucked up. And said, "Yeah, we, you know, it, it's, it's, it, this is not, you know, look, it's not, it's not a controversial political statement. Freedom is good. Maybe, <laughs> may, may, maybe you shouldn't be deploying, you know, military tactics against people, you know, students and you know, it's Tiananmen Square all over again. Yeah, and we're, and we, again, this is the thing. If Tiananmen Square was happening, to, you might argue that it is. If it was happening again today, or if Blizzard had been in business with China during, it would, it all would have been." Uh, uh, swept under the carpet as well, because at the end of the day, these companies—it's it's, there's, there's nothing really new to learn here. Uh, you know, headline shocker: companies care more about earning Profits. money than what yeah. is morally right. right. This, this guy did not make uh, 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 a controversial. Do you see what happened last night at the Philadelphia Sixers game? No. The Seventy Sixers were playing a uh, exhibition match against the Chinese team. One guy holds up a banner that says "Liberate Hong Kong" or or, set, or, or like, like, like like shouts it. And the uh, Sixers security take him out. They, they, he has to leave. Mm, mm. It's fucked up, Gary. It's, 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 it's not acceptable. And we are, and, 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 and this may, you know, you know me, I, I'm prone to hyperbole. But we are, you know, we're increasingly living the, 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 the tendrils and the influence of the Chinese authorita authoritarian state 
extend way beyond China's borders. They extend to everywhere that China has economic interests and business dealings with. Anywhere that we, we can make money off China, they can exert that political influence. So we are increasingly in the world as China becomes more powerful and globally connected and economically sure. influential. We are all of us in the world to some extent living under Chinese authoritarian rule. Mm, That's mm. fucked up, Greg. 100% Gary. I want to bring in Jeff. Jeff wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Hey, Greg and Gary, happy Widow Wednesday. Greg, I was a little disappointed after yesterday's Hong Kong topic. I understand you don't follow the news or politics closely enough to comment. That's understandable. But I believe this is a lot bigger than football players kneeling for the national anthem or any other controversies lately. The Chinese government is totalitarian. The simple fact that you can disappear forever by simply having an opinion contrary to the government is all the evidence we should need. I'm fairly proud of communities like our gaming and such and such as response to Blizzard, with mocking memes and cancelization of subscriptions. China also contains one-third of the world's population. It's a large market for the gaming industry, and they have little access to it at the moment. If that ever did open, game makers are going to have to ask themselves how much they censor their content to appease the rules of China. We saw the results of this with Rainbow Six when they were releasing in China. Content was to be removed for all countries based solely around China's rules for violence and weapons and media. Due to fan backlash, that did not end up happening. However, it's an interesting problem where art meets capitalism. Or Game- communism in this case. Ooh, good one. Game makers are not going to want to miss out on one third of the world's population. But how much are we willing as gamers to let them restrict the art to appease a restrictive foreign government? We can vote with our wallets, but the Chinese market simply has a bigger wallet. Should we be worried that games will change due to Chinese censorship or have faith that a majority of companies will hold on to its principles instead of cashing in? I mean, the first one. We should, we should be worried that games will change due to Chinese censorship. We should not have faith that a majority of companies will hold on to principles instead of cashing in. Because when in history has that ever happened? Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, an idea, in, you know, in Gary's idealistic fucking cotton candy fantasy world, yeah. we would just stick two fingers up to China. So you know what? Two thirds of the world's population is good enough to make money in. If you guys can't get your shit together, if you can't stop locking up you know, people for, you know, for advocating freedom, or, or uh, strapping people down to tables, prisoners of conscience, and taking uh, their organs from them while they're still alive so you can sell them to wealthy Westerners that don't care where they get a liver from. Mm-hmm. If you can't stop doing even that, if you can't stop even those basic atrocities, what, how, how can I sleep at night doing business with you? Have fun making your own games. Have fun in doing, making your own business deals amongst yourselves. But until you can meet the basic fucking standards of, of human humanity. rights that the yeah. rest of the planet agrees on uh you know the the, the, uh, the fucking floor for for living on this planet and being and being in a global society uh we're going to treat you like north korea and you can fuck off and play in your own corner of the world but but don't uh, but don't ask us to to um uh capitulate and and uh and 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 sweep our uh, ideals and our the, the basic fundamental you know freedoms that that we believe in just so that we can get some some chinese money yeah I mean, again, it's not re- it's very nice for me to rant about, the, rant about on, this, on this little show, but it's never going to happen in the real world. Well, the argument here would be, you're right. Obviously, big corporation is going to want to get over there and get this one-third of the world's population playing their game when, the, when it's a possibility. Yeah. The argument would be for all of us being conscious consumers, right? And, okay, cool. When we don't, if we see people like Blizzard, like we're just going to use Blizzard as an example, making a fucked up decision here today showing their true colors on this and may and again maybe it is going to come out that it was all hey we were just trying to do this trying to figure out slippery slope blah blah 
we're sorry. We'll reinstate him. We'll give him his money. We'll do the thing. Like, what? It's, it, this isn't as bad as it seems. It wasn't China's influence coming over and fucking us. It was us trying to keep a fair playing field we're, we're in a world where we just want people to talk about video games, which is impossible, et cetera, so on. It, I think you see it right now with this reaction of boycott BlizzCon. Uh, people wrote in, of course, to your wrong, saying that our Blizzard, of course, isn't run by Blizzard. Mods associated with Blizzard right. shut it down for a while while everything was going crazy. Right. That, the hashtags, the talk, it's all about backing that talk up with money. If they're ha in, act, or t backing your talk up with your own fortitude and personal investment in things. So if people are really unsubscribing from it, if you are really pulling your cards on it, you can make it known that like you're not going to stand for that shit. Then as we go forward and other companies do other things and start making other things, you have to be cognizant of that in the same Rainbow Six conversation you're having of getting down to the fact of, all right, cool, well, if they're changing this game, I'm not going to play this game and I'm going to let them know I'm not playing this game. And it's back to like writing your congressman, but it's writing into the giant void that it can be the internet, but getting people behind a movement and then supporting the people who aren't doing that. And the independent developers who are making games and aren't going down that thing, or not even independent, like AAA developers who aren't going down this way. Yeah, I'm just glad that Blizzard don't have any games coming up that I really care about playing yeah. because I, I I feel like I wouldn't in good conscience be able to play them. Well, I, that's and that's the thing with like you know the WoW Classic having come out already and so many people being into it and excited about it and now yeah. having seen so many people being like I'm not doing this. I'm I mean they've got it, Warcraft Three Remastered coming up. Does it? Does this all? Do you, do you feel? Does this also reflect on Activision, or is this solely a Blizzard issue? It's one. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. And who knows? It's the normal thing of. It's easy to say it does. It's Activision Blizzard, right? That's the name of the fucking company. We understand how that is. I definitely, as I've exposed so many times and talked about so many times, I don't understand esports. I'm not sure how much oversight Activision has over what Blizzard's doing with its all these different fucking esports it's doing for the game and whatnot and Hearthstone and yada, yada, yada. Like, I, I think it does, but I don't think it does to the same extent. Like, that's the problem is when you have a message like this and it is, again, what we're talking about, this uh, a slice of a slice of a slice, right? Where it can be, this is all of gaming, the pie, right? And then you're talking about the people who actually play Blizzard games, the people who are actively pl playing and paying for a subscription to a Blizzard game right now. The pie gets smaller. So to start going broad enough to be like, I'm also boycotting all Activision games. That's when you start get, trying to get that wide. I think your message get, gets less powerful and gets lost in the weeds. One thing that is maybe good that's come out of this is that the reaction to this has been so strenuous um, and Blizzard are now in such a deep hole that it is maybe a nice little uh, shot across the bow of any other company totally. that next time this happens, so we'll, you know, we'll, look, we'll look what happens to Blizzard. Do we, want, do we want that to happen to us if yeah. we do a similar thing? So, I mean, you know, and, and it's, it's up to now players to put... We hear about boycotts and stuff all the time. Gamers very rarely ever follow... I remember there was a there was a, there, there was a hilarious meme a few years ago when a bunch of people uh, there was a whole like boycott modern every year right boycott Call of Duty yeah and there was a, a few years ago it was particularly bad but then when you went onto the when you went to Steam and looked at everyone that was signed up because you can like join it's like Facebook you can join specific groups within yeah. Steam like sub communities and everyone in the the boycott mod Call of Duty yeah uh, group on Steam. You, it'll show you what they're currently playing, they're and playing they're all Call fucking Duty. playing Call of Duty. So, yeah, like, yeah. these things often don't have teeth. People, like, make a lot of noise online and then secretly go and play the game. But see, like, it's up to gamers now to really vote with their wallets, cancel their pre-orders, cancel their BlizzCon tickets, vote, you know, and, 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 make, and really keep the pressure on the Blizzard so they understand just how badly they fucked up And you're 100% right, and I feel like, and I'm, you know, I know I'm too vanilla for so many people all the time. This is what we're talking about, though, and why when you start a boycott hashtag... Because you're mad about the Spec Ops 
one mode in Spec Ops not coming to anything about PlayStation for a year, right? You know that boycott's not going to pan out. You know, yes, yeah, certain people are going to buy the game and be mad about it, sure. When we get then to real life, really fucked up shit, where we do need to, as an industry, stand up and be like, no, we're not going to fucking do that. It is so hard to be like, cool, is this the time it's going to work because we're all actually fired up about this? Or is this the time that's been like every other time where it's just that everybody's going to talk the talk, but then nothing's happening? I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, t- time will tell. And Because and, and, I have know, this no is money a... to take away from Blizzard because I don't play their games, Look, right? The story, I'm just mad about it. The story is a moving target right now. Bl- again, Blizzard have to respond, so I'll be fascinated to see what the nature of their response is. My guess they will put out a, a bullshit word salad statement that's been cleared through their corporate lawyers you know that will, that will be utterly that will, that will attempt to placate people uh try that will, that will in trying to please everyone will end up pleasing no one that's my prediction um and like i said it's it's down to gamers to hold their um feet to the fire over this this is not a both sides issue if you go if you go if you if you follow this discussion it's not like there's there's another side of this where people are going well you know blizzard have to protect their economic interests no one's saying that this is this is an in, this is a tidal wave of 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 people all in agreement that Blizzard really fucked up. Yeah. So they ha- I, I, again, I I don't know. I I can only assume they didn't expect things to be this bad. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done this. They now have to find a way to unpick the the peanuts out of this massive shit that they have laid on their own doorstep. And um, I wish them the best of luck because I think <laughs> I, 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 you know, fundamentally, I think Blizzard is a you know, that Blizzard is one of the great because they've always made great games. I do think that they all, that they fundamentally do have strong, good, positive values. Yeah. On this one, in, in this instance, they betrayed those values. Yeah. And now they have to figure out where they go from here. And that, and I think that, but you back to me like this being a, a mark on them, this being a, a besmirchment, right? Like, it does come down now of, like, cool, this is literally, it's always easy to say you have these values. Yeah. Now it's time to actually, there's a line in the gotta, fucking sand for them. Yeah, you've got to live, live the values. And um, I'm hoping, it's not too, here's the thing, it's not too late for them to fix this. But they think. I mean, but I, I, don't th- I don't. But I don't think the they're going to do. I, I don't think they're going to do what is necessary. If I'm Blitz Chung and they're like, all right, all right, sorry, here's your money back. You can play again. Blah blah. Do I want to? And like you know, and, and especially when I when I do, I'm wearing a fucking free Hong Kong shirt. I guess, but I mean, you know, I I personally believe that it's never too late uh, for redemption or for contrition. And it, again, the the NBA has has has. As, as for, again, I've not been following it closely, but as I understand it, the NBA has won back a lot of. Uh, uh, goodwill uh, after their initial uh, fuck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA as a league stood up and said, "We're on the side of people that think freedom is good." And 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 that one of those freedoms. <laughs> what, a, is, what a radical and, thing to say. And, and and one of the and one of those freedom one of those freedoms is the freedom to say freedom is good, regardless of who you might be in in business with. Um, again, it's not not a, it's not a controversial thing. There's no, there's no controversy here. There's, no. There's, it's, not, it's not like there were two sides arguing over whether or not Blizzard fucked up. Everyone knows they fucked up. Blizzard knows they fucked up. And there will be internal investigations at Blizzard. They're, they're, going to be, they're, they're going to have to do a whole post-mortem to make sure this doesn't happen again. Like I said, this is, re- this is a really, really, really bad look for Blizzard. Really bad. Really bad. Yeah. Uh, when you were wrong before we get out of here, Nanobiologist points out that I said Mark Rubio when in fact it is Marco Rubio. I apologize. Little Marco, yeah. Uh, let's move on 40 minutes into the show to yeah. a still jam-packed road I'm glad report. we talked about that though because I do think it's 100%. an important issue no dude are you kidding me 100% like no full stop I'm glad we spent that much time on it and I, I'm not, I also like the fact that we sat here and we don't know the NBA thing looked it up 
Right. You know what I mean? Like I don't, yeah. I don't. This show and what we do is never. We know everything, and we're coming down from the mountaintop. It is very much like we're going to learn through and figure this out together, and come up with thoughts together. Everyone has to make their own choice. I had, I had an opportunity. Uh, I won't go into the details, but I had an opportunity recently to uh, get paid a lot of money um, making a movie. Uh, that would have been financed uh, by uh, Saudi Arabia, oh, and I okay. told them to fuck off. Yeah, because I had how, how do how how do I sleep at night? Yeah, so sometimes the money's just not worth it, Greg. I hear you, and I wish and I wish more people, uh, you know, the, the at the top of the economic food chain, uh, believed that. Yeah. The problem is, the more money you get, the more you like it, and the harder it is to say no to it. Yeah, that's why I never want any. There's that, I, I don't know if we talked about it, uh, but there, there's that, um, maybe we did, there's that, uh, there was that great piece in Scientific American, there was a study a few years ago about how the richer you get, the, the more insulated you become from, from basic human needs, and, and your empathy, you, you have less empathy. It's not true in every case. Sure. People say, well, what about Bill Gates? Well, Bill Gates is fucking great. Yeah. But in a lot of cases, the richer you get, the more, the more money is all you care about. How, do you think Bobby Kotick has ever gone into a meeting with Tencent or any of his Chinese investors and said, we've got to talk about these human rights abuses. This is not cool. I'm not personally happy. I'm not personally comfortable with this. Do you think this ever happened? Of course I, not. I don't think so. Probably no. not. No. 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 He only cares about one thing. How much fucking money am I getting paid? Yeah. I'll look the other way no matter what. You want to, you want to chop someone up on the table here right now? I'll, just, I'll, I'll step outside for a minute. Possible as long as there's a big fucking bag of money on the table when I get back. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Number two. Gary, maybe this will cheer you up. There's a massive Division 2 update coming next Ooh, week. Are we still... Are we, like, I've stopped playing it. Well, yeah, but that's why they put out the updates and the free content. To bring me back. Exactly. Okay. Uh, today, Ubisoft announced October 15th as a release date for its latest content update for the live open world game Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Title Update 6 highlights The Division 2's biggest title update to date for players featuring Episode 2, Pentagon, The Last Castle, and a variety of gameplay improvements. Episode 2 is available for year one pass holders on October 15th, October 22nd for all the other players. All changes and improvements, including conflict and new PvP mode, is available for all players on October 15th. Uh, content featured in Episode 2, Pentagon, uh, The Last Castle, includes two main, two new main missions. Uh, one at the, uh, the Pentagon and the DARPA Research Labs. A new technician specialization. Uh, classified assignments, which are exclusive to year one pass holders. Uh, it also The latest title also brings an unprecedented number of fixes and improvements as well as a brand new pvp mode uh, some of these fixes and changes are targeted loop loot crafting changes recalibration changes inventory management 2.0 increased stash space as part of ubisoft's commitment to the overall fixes and improvements to the game the division 2 second raid will be delayed the additional time allows the development team to focus on the overall quality of the division 2 while developing a raid uh, that will better meet the standards of its players for more information regarding the decision you can look to a letter from, uh, that's over on the ubisoft news thing plus though there's a free weekend uh, you're going to be able to play the division very soon for free and get into it that way. Gary, do you plan on coming back for any of this? I was just about to say, I, I, I love that they support these games over a long period of time now, and there's all these new content updates, and there are many reasons to come back. I don't know about you, but like once I once I drift away from a game, yeah. I find it often find it difficult to come back. Yeah, hundred percent. Like how do you reignite that that interest? Yeah, and I, I get it. New uh, new content presumably is the answer, but like. I don't know. I just kind of feel like I moved on from that game, and I, I don't know. I want to play the next thing. I hear you. I, if, I'm, if you're really, really, really into the Division 2, then you're going to stick around. Yeah, but. I definitely, next week when it drops, plan on jumping in, just like with the last one. But the last one was a night of play, and then I was like, oh, gear score isn't any higher, so I'm bouncing. Right. Because, again, remember how hard the raid is. Yeah. Where I was like, all right, cool. I don't want to come back and play the raid until I am so overpowered. And I know right. they added, like, an easy mode. I want to play it on normal and get the trophy. Right. I want to come in and kick the teeth out of it. So I don't know if this is doing anything to gear score or if that's been balanced any differently, but 
I'll definitely jump in and play the uh, little missions here and there. Number three on the Roper Report, a man has been st caught stealing from Valve. This is Rebecca Valentine over at GamesIndustry.biz. A man is being summoned to appear in court in Washington after breaking into Valve last month and stealing over $40,000 of games and equipment. According to local news station Cairo 7, 32-year-old uh, Sean Chaputis uh, already had six warrants out for his arrest when Valve brought burglary charges against him in September. He has since been captured on camera selling stolen games at GameStop. Should he fail to appear in court, another warrant will be issued. Police say Chaputis is the same suspect who stole a FedEx truck in July and was caught just one week after being arrested in a different string of burglaries. Sounds like a real pillar of society, Greg. Dude, he sounds like a Batman rogues villain. How, do they, how does he keep getting out of Arkham and they keep doing this? Right? We got him. But he's a, it was Chaputis is, you know, we put him away and then he's back out there stealing more shit. Fuck. Get, you know, I like the bat signal. We got to take him down. Uh, then number four on the Roper Report, Apex Vaults have opened up. This is Riley McLeod at Kotaku. Kevin, can you Google this? I didn't put the source on it. Sorry. McLeod would be McLeod. Oh, would it be? Yeah, I know it's not pronounced that way, but yeah. Or you, it doesn't, it doesn't. you would say McLeod. Oh, sorry, Riley McLeod. Uh, since the start of Season 3, Apex Legends map has been dotted with locked vaults full of high-tier loot. A countdown timer suggested they'd open at 1 p.m. Eastern today, but players are reporting they're open now. Here's how to get inside. There are three vaults on the map, one near Lava City, one near the train yard, and one near the geyser. All three will appear on your mini-map once you get a key. Keys have a chance to drop from loot drones when you shoot them down. It seems the keys uh, drop from drones that have a red tile. The color of the drone when you shoot it doesn't appear to matter. Vaults take a, sec a few seconds to open. Inside, you'll find some fancy loot, which you can see through the door. In the video below, of course, on whatever site. Which site is it, Kevin? It is Kotaku? Thank you. Uh, so we'll say on Kotaku they have a video. Uh, player finds some gold and purple armor and purple attachments. That's neat. I like when there's stuff that's teased in the game that eventually does something in the game. You know yeah. what I mean? You've been running around Apex this long. You've seen these things. Hey, it's a big deal. They're finally opening. Right, right. You ever play Apex? No. No, never got into it. I, I, I was kind of over... Too busy with your train sim. It's kind of over Battle Royale. Yeah. I, maybe the right game can, can, bring, can bring me back into it. I'm kind of... I don't know. The Ground War, the uh, Modern Warfare Ground War seems kind of interesting. Like 32 on 32. That could be a fun, fun way to go. Kay. But the whole Battle Royale last man standing thing, I enjoyed it for a while. I played PUBG you know, pretty incessantly for about if a year. memory serves, you were one of the top streamers of PUBG back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. You had a lot of breakouts. <laughs> right up there with Shroud and, yeah, yeah, and uh, Grimms and those guys. Uh, no, I was, never, I was never good enough at it. Um, I, I, don't know, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I would like Apex if I played it. I, I just like cool events like that where something that's been there forever is finally opening up. Yeah, it's good. Number five, Monster Hunter is getting some cool updates. This is Heather over Kotaku. In a video today, Monster Hunter World's developers outlined a few changes coming soon. The terrifying eight monster, Rajange, Rajange, is on the horizon. And there will be changes to Gilding Lands, Iceborns, and Game Zone. There will even be, a tempered, there will even be tempered monsters, including a gold version of Rathina, 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 uh, the series flagship, Worven. Uh, but the most exciting feature, I think, will be the ability to craft layered armor, which I agree with. Layered armor is a special cosmetic armor that has no stats, but allows players to use that armor's appearance while wearing whatever armor pieces you want underneath. More games should do this. Transmognification. This is what we talked about when it was such a big deal uh, in the first month when Assassin's Creed Odyssey added this. Well, so my wife has had a real issue with this in that 100%. often she really, really cares about the way her character looks. Yeah. But often there's a trade-off between, well, the, 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 the best armor statistically looks fucking horrible, so I don't want to wear it. I want to look, look like this, 
but those that armor doesn't have the best stats. One hundred percent. So this 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 this, this basically it's the best. You can wear the best armor, but still look the way you want to look. More all games should have that. One hundred percent. Yeah. So that's getting added here. Basically, all of these updates are coming next week, including the monsters arrival tomorrow. While the new layered armor system won't have every armor set to start, it's a step in the right direction, giving players a feature they've demanded for a long time. If you have a favorite early armor set but don't want to ruin it, you're, you carefully crafted high rank gear, you finally have the chance to look the way you want. And then, number six, and finally on the Roper Report, the Washington Post has announced and launched, or getting ready, no, no it's coming up soon, uh, Launcher. The Washington Post today unveiled Launcher, a new section dedicated to video gaming, esports competitions, and gaming culture. Debuting October 15th and sponsored exclusively by Geico, Launcher will feature insightful analysis uh, into the people, companies, teams, and trends that comprise an industry becoming more and more prevalent in society every day. Mike Hume, editor of Launcher, will lead a staff consisting of Gene Park, reporter, uh, Elise Favis, formerly of Game Informer, reporter, and Mikhail Kilmentoff, editor. Uh, the launcher will include the following feature stories uh, about the way influential voices and events are pushing gaming into the forefront of our culture, updates on the latest video gaming trends such as streaming, in-game economics, and the expansion of esports leagues, big picture coverage of competitive gaming top leagues and events, uh, tips and tricks from programmers and streamers for title, from titles ranging from Fortnite to Zelda, breakdowns of gameplay updates, tweaks, and new designs introduced in popular titles, and reviews of the biggest titles and spotlights of indie offerings. That's great news, Gary. We're always talking about things closing. We're always talking about people recovering video games, getting laid off, and closing. Here we go. I like that. And more legitimate coverage in mainstream outlets like the Washington Post can only be a good thing. Goes a long way, right? Mm -hmm. Gary, I got a question about all this from the lawn biologist. Are you ready? Yeah. He writes in and says, hello, Greg and Gary. I take care of lawns with lawn care and lawn care accessories, but I'm a huge gamer and I am very excited for next year with all the games that have been announced and pushed to 2020. And I cannot wait to find out how much I will have to spend with the next generation of systems. But if I wanted to know what games came to the mom and grops today shops, where would I go? What, are you outsourcing the segues now? I like to keep you on your toes. This is an old Beyond reference that doesn't happen much anymore. What's what was the ref? What's the reference? I cited in a question there that somebody thinks is going to oh, be a normal question. Actually turned, was, yeah, yeah, because I mean, you th with the law, I, I was actually hoping he was going to talk more about lawn care. Nah, that sorry, was, no. that was interesting to me. Yeah. That went nowhere. He well, it went there. It's it, where you you're, you're, you're supposed to go. Whoa, oh, I'm sorry. The official he list. threw in this whole thing about lawns. Okay, interesting. There's a guy who's into how lawn to swerve, care, man. They want oh, to swerve. Like what's what 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 possible? What could this yield? Gary got God, everybody. You dangled. You dangled. You dangled the lawn care carrot. Look at the camera. Give him the one again. I need Corey. I need you to have a Which Gary one am got. I on? This is a gift. The, the one, one in right this there. one here. I need a, okay. I need a Gary got got gif of him getting got right there. Look at him getting got. What a what a he got got <laughs> got got big time. You dangled the lawn care carrot and then you yanked it away from what me. I do. The official. I'm going so I'm going I'm to read this in like the most uninterested way possible. <laughs> Opposed to when you. <laughs> hey, I usually. <laughs> Kevin got him. He got got again, everybody. Why is everyone getting me today? I don't like it. You're great, Gary. You're great. The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. I'm going to slip in our sponsors here. 
a sponsor like Hymns. <laughs> have you noticed Andy and Nick's hair is looking better? Of course you have. And that's because they use Hymns. The problem is that 66% of men start losing their hair by the age 35. And once you notice thinning hair, it can be too late. Why do guys turn to weird solutions that do nothing when they can turn to medica- medicine and science just like Andy and Nick did? They went to 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hymns is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. These aren't snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. Uh, no more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. 4HIMS connects you with real doctors online, which could save you hours. It's completely confidential and discreet. You answer a few quick questions, a doctor will review it, and if they determine it's right for you, they can prescribe you medicine to uh, treat hair loss, and it's shipped directly to your door. My listeners can get started with the Hymns Complete Hair Kit right now for just $5 while supplies last and subject to a doctor's approval. See the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to 4 slash games daily. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash games daily. 4 slash games daily. Our other sponsor is Quip. We're all using Quip here at Kind of Funny. You know it because we talk about it all the time because we legitimately love the toothbrush. And that's because it's the best toothbrush out there. But what actually makes for a better toothbrush? Industrial strength power claims of miraculous trendy ingredients, multiple modes. If you ask your dentist, they'll tell you it's less about the brush and more about how you use it. That's why Quip was created by dentists and product designers to focus on what actually matters for your oral health. Healthier habits. Quip's sensitive vibrations with a built-in two-minute timer guide gentle brushing for the dentist recommended two minutes with 30-second pulses ensuring an even clean. Quip automatically delivers brush heads to you every three months for clean and new bristles right on schedule. The sleek, intuitive design is simple to use and comes with a travel cap that doubles as a mere mount. Good habits matter to a healthier life, so help form fresh oral health habits with Quip. Quip starts at just $25, and you'll get your first refill pe- your first refill free at getquip.com slash games. This is a simple way to support our show and start brushing better, but you have to go to getquip.com slash games to get your first refill free. Right now, go to getquip.com slash games, 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 games. <laughs> Can't believe you got got twice. Embarrassing. <laughs> this will be a date we'll always remember. Uh, out today, draw a Stickman Epic 2 on Xbox One, Dragon Star Varnir on PC, Stellatum on Xbox One and Switch, Bloxel, but it's like blocks with an L then, Richard III. Are any of these actually real games? I don't believe that any of these are actually real. Oh, that's on what PC the hell is Bloxel Richard III? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Kevin, I want to see a trailer for Blossom Yeah, can you pull, Ke- Kevin, can you pull that, please? I, 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 uh, I, I honestly don't believe it's real. Rock is on PC. Heroes of Hella's Origins is on, part one, I'm sorry, is on PC. Now this next one. Ghoul Britannia, Land of Hope and Gory, a point-and-click adventure where Brexit triggers the zombie apocalypse is uh, in early access for Windows, PC, and Mac. I might, I have, to might, pick, I might have to pick that yeah, up today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Palooza is now in Steam early access. Mario Kart Tour, or Mario Kart World Tour, uh, got some updates, too. Here's what that is. Racers from Mario Kart Tour are headed to Tokyo. The Tokyo Tour is available in Nintendo's new mobile game until October 22nd. Uh, players can now race through the new Tokyo City course, as well as additional classic Mario Kart courses from previous entries in the franchise. In addition to the recently announced Wario and Rosalina, even more familiar faces are joining the race during the Tokyo Tour, including baby Rosalina and Bowser Jr. The two spotlight drivers uh, for the Tokyo Tour are Peach in a kimono, uh, who can be obtained until October 15th, and Mario in a Hakama 
who can be obtained until October 15th through the 22nd. Both are dressed to impress in traditional Japanese wear for the Tokyo tour. So the blo- Bloxel Richard III does actually look like a very serious grognardy, you know, PC. This is just this is just hell for you, isn't it, Greg? Like this. The, 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 if you if if you went to hell, oh my God, this would be the, this, go, these would be everybody. the games that Satan would no, make you play. You can also uh, it to be the good. It's bad music. Um, also, interesting that it's there's either a typo because the, the game seems to be called. Let's see, it's uh, blocks. Oh, it's blocks. Richard the third. Okay, so it's blocks. Yeah, blocks. Or didn't sound right. Richard the third blocks. But um, I mean, when you look it up. I mean, it, I mean, it, oh, it, it, it's blocks exclamation. Mark. Oh, blocks exclamation point. Okay. It must have just gotten yeah garbled. It in looks exactly like the kind of hardcore turn-based uh, strategy game we used to review on PC say, Gamer that all the time. Seems like a PC. I had, game I had, I had a guy that did all that for me because sure. I those games just drive me nuts. New dates for you: Lovecraftian action RPG Dark Devotion is coming to Switch and PlayStation for October twenty-fourth. Deliver Us the Moon is on Steam and Windows PC October tenth. Uh, Harvest Moon Mad Dash will be released digitally on the Nintendo Switch and PlayStation four. Across Europe on October 29th, the new Harvest Moon, uh, November 15th. Yeah, but it's like Mad Dash. Doesn't seem like it's it's not like a core title, right? Doesn't seem like it's a core one. Uh, Deals of the day for you: Xbox Game Pass is updating its PC offerings this month to include the following: F1 2018, Lonely Mountains Downhill, Minute, The Outer Worlds. Uh, Saints Row 4 re-elected uh, State of Mind and Stellaris great opportunity to play Saints Row 4 if you never played it you're a big fan of that right? one of the all time greats yep. uh, continuing with deals uh, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment and NetherRealm Studio will be offering a free weekend trial of Mortal Kombat 11 on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One from October 11th through the 14th it includes all the multiplayer game modes the first two chapters of the cinematic story mode full base game roster of iconic characters and you can preview the recently added combat fighters within the Towers of Time mode including the term Terminator T-800 from the upcoming movie Terminator Dark Fate. What do you think about Dark Fate? Is this going to be good? No, but I'm excited to see it. We're doing Terminator in review. So I'm excited to watch. It's just T1, T2, and then this new one. You're not going to bother with the other one. Well, this is the timeline. We're doing the timeline. Right, right, right. So I'm super stoked to see Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 again. Always always should be. My nostalgia will be all I really want to believe because Cameron is is involved that it's going to be good. But the trailers have not excited me. No, the trailers have not excited me either. But is Edward Furlong by, back? Is that confirmed? Or that? I don't. I mean, I think he might be like there, like for two That's seconds or me, something. Man. That's fine with me, man. Totally fine to see him. What's up, John? You know what I mean? Yeah. See, it's it's the same way I always get excited for a Terminator film. I'm like, I don't hold out hope this will be good, but I'm excited to see the Terminator do stuff and melt stuff and have his face torn apart. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see how. What well, I'm interested to see it. Okay. But I'm I, I I wish I was more. I'm not I'm not super optimistic. I feel like I should. I'm not be. optimistic. Sure. Eddie at Gamespot has more deals today for you. He writes: Red Dead Redemption Two is coming to PC on November fifth, and you can finally pre-order it. As scheduled, Rockstar opened Red Dead Two pre-orders today, October eighth, through the recently launched Rockstar Games launcher. The game will be available on other stores later, but for now, Rockstar's own PC store is the only place to pre-purchase the acclaimed Western on PC. Um, Rockstar is sweetening the deal by offering a range of bonuses for pre-purchases. Those who pre-order the Rockstar Games, uh, I'm sorry, pre-order on the Rockstar Games launcher by October twenty second will get their choice of two free games. The choices include some great Rockstar games, including the following. 
GTA 3, GTA Vice City, GTA San Andreas, Bully Scholarship Edition, LA Noir the Complete Edition, Max Payne 3 the Complete Edition. Additionally, everyone who pre-buys Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC through the Rockstar Game Launcher gets a variety of in-game bonuses, including content across the story mode and Red Dead Online. This includes the following. Outlaw Survival Kit for story mode, War Horse for story mode, uh, Le Tresor des Morts Treasure Map for story mode, uh, Cash Bonus for story mode, 50 Gold Bars for Red Dead Online. Finally, it's still more. Red Dead Redemption 2 pre-orders through the Rockstar Launcher effectively get a $20 upgrade. You can't currently buy the standard edition. Instead, buying the $60 version will net you the special edition that normally costs $80 while opting for the $80 price point will get you the ultimate edition, which is typically priced at $100. A pretty good deal, all in all. They're trying to get you to, as usual, use our launcher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm, and there's plenty of incentive for don't sure. Worry about a couple don't of free games, all this bonus stuff. You get a special edition for regular edition price. I like it. Now, um, sorry. Go ahead. So, okay, so Red Dead Redemption will be available later from Epic Games and a bunch of. It says like, but it's uh, not on Steam. Okay, the game is also coming to Steam, but not until December. Okay. Yeah. All right. You can get it in other places. Yeah. You yeah. Um. Somebody, I think I read somewhere today it was a. It's a 150 gig install. That's a big ass game. But I mean, you're you know you're all on your your PC motherships, right? You got gigabytes. Yeah, to I mean spare. The, the PC that I just built has a two terabyte uh, now, SSD. I so mean, ooh, I hate to stop you. The PC, so then, so, the, so PC don't. the PC that you just built. Yeah. Credit where credits due. Well, I supervised. I feel like you just sat there and Will Smith built it for you. Well, no, I I mean Will I, Smith. I not I, that Will Smith. We built it together. And, you know, let's not quibble over who did the lion's share of the work. It, it was, a, like he it was very much you. a collaboration. Oh, okay. Did you collaborate nice, looking at your iPhone, talking to him every so often? Nice new, nice new PC, by the way. Yeah. PS5, you're having a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say things so Maybe cool. by the PS6 or the PS7, you'll be up to where I currently am with my new wow, PC. Wow, wow. But see, it's, uh, th what I love about console gaming is that it's very much like uh, everything we were talking about with China, where we're going to hold you back. You know, I mean, people can't make games for you that'll be like, oh, look at all the bells and bells. They're going to have to port it over from, like, the popular places. And so you'll be held back to, like, what the restrictions are for me. I, I guess, but, like, the PC version's always still going to be the best version. Well, sure, but again, but if you're held back by the PlayStation totalitarian government, there you go. Got God again! <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's loving this. Kevin's like fucking salacious crumb over there. Yes. Yeah, that is just what Kevin. That is 100% <laughs> what Kevin is like. Uh, reader mail, let's give you this one. The virtual boy wrote into patreon.com slash daily and says, no, that's not right. Kind of funny games. Uh, and says, hello, GG. This morning, Nibel on Twitter brought to my attention an article from PC Games N about the VP of engineering over at Google Stadia saying uh, Google Stadia will be faster and more responsive than local gaming in two to, uh, one to two years. Maybe. Also, I'm, I'm adding that in. You're, you're taking some liberties here. I didn't make the Roper report because it's just somebody bolstering about what something they want you to buy, but I hear you. The way they are claiming to make this possible is via negative latency, which effectively means that the cloud streaming service might mitigate or will mitigate lag using various techniques, one of which is the use of predictive button presses. Stadia will essentially predict what button you are going to press and press and press it for you in the end. What do you guys think of this? To me, this is a bonehead idea that could only have been created by someone who doesn't really play games. One of the worst feelings in games is when you feel like you're not in complete control of your character. And they're trying to sell it as a feature. Thanks. The Virtual Boy. I saw this making the rounds today. 
I went over there and I read the quote or whatever. Like we're working on it. We think it, you know, you know, it'll be better than certain systems in you know one to two years. Didn't put in the rope report because again, it's just somebody out there marketing talking. But also, I saw so many people getting all riled up in a tizzy about this, and then showing the telltale stats of like you know, this, you chose this and this many people chose this. And yeah, yeah. I think everybody should pump their brakes. I, I, I don't. I don't think it's literally going to be that. Like most people put X here, so we're going to press X for you. I don't. I don't know. I don't fucking understand how streaming technology works at all. I've been using remote play for the last week. Pretty impressive. Game. So the game will predict when I want to pay respects <laughs> and do it and do it for me. I think everybody's getting whipped up about. How will this. I know if I want to pay respects? It won't. That's why I want to do that. Maybe I don't want to pay respects. I think it's going to be when it talks about predictive. It's got to be something of like. A hot button thing of like when you go to when you put the lightest pressure on that button, and this is me as an idiot trying to figure it out. I don't think it's going to be your, the games are going to play. Well, as I've said before, I've said before on the show, based on what I've seen and what I know, I remain very pro Stadia. I do think yeah. Stadia is going to meet or surpass expectations. My guess, and again, we'll come back and record this clip and come back and throw it in my face if I'm wrong. I've been wrong plenty of fucking times before, but my guess is that in when Stadia rolls out. People are going to be saying, "Hi, huh, fucking, hey, they fucking did it. It basically, it, it works. They basically, it's doing what they said it was going to do. Yeah. And people are going to be impressed by it. I don't think they're helping themselves by saying it's going to be faster and more responsive than local gaming. How is that even possible? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Science, according to Kevin. And, predi- and the predictive button presses, yeah, that does sound, that, that sounds That can't fucking, be what we think That it sounds is. bananas. That's, that's not, then, no. I can't believe that and I refuse to believe it and I refuse to spread that, I mean, that sounds like, an, that sounds like a, sounds like a bad April Fool's, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, indeed. Uh, Gary, it's time to squad up. This is where one of you writes in to patreon.com slash games. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you. Everybody plays games together. Today, Hiram Reed is looking for help on Xbox or PlayStation 4. Uh, username on both of them is strikeburst480, all one word. Hi, Greg and Gary. I recently started playing a turn-based strategy fantasy football game called Blood Bowl 2 again, and I would like some best friends to play with. I would, pref- I would prefer Xbox, but have it on PlayStation 4 as well. Hit me up if you would like to play some Blood Bowl. Parentheses, I would be willing to teach if you haven't played before. Strike Burst 480 <laughs> on both consoles. Thanks. You must really like Blood Bowl too if he's got it on both consoles. It's one of those where it almost reads like a joke, but I'm like, it's if it's too funny not to. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, you don't hear anybody talk about Blood Bowl, and here we go. Well, just because someone's not playing the the you know the hit game of the week doesn't mean that that's they're, they're not valid. Oh, I know that. People I'm just out there that. playing you know, weird shit all the time. Oh my god, all those weird panty games on the Vita and the vis- ver- panty games. Yeah, where you're rubbing the girls. You know what? You know. No, I have got no idea, Greg. Go educate me. Oh man, I'll, you I'll, seem to know all about oh, them. Oh, trust me, I had the collector's edition for a little while floating around here. If you look around here, there's some girl panties floating around here. Don't say it that way. But that's what they. Am I wrong? I I'm just. I'm just saying. Don't say it that way. Which know? one was it? God, I always want to say. It was gun something. Galgun. 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 Gal gun when it came to the switch, yeah, you shoot the girls with this Euphoria gun. And then they like, but it's not euphoric. Their orgasm went pretty hard there. And here's oh, now we're looking at Blood Bowl 2? I thought we was going to pull up one of these panty games. Well, there's the Let's Play on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can go watch anytime you want. Don't worry about it. I'll send you a link. Well, oh it's, so it's, like, it's, like, it's like the it's, NFL, it's, but with strategic monsters. strategic football. Okay. But with, with ogres. Looks kind of fun. Hi, Rumery. Do you work for the people who made Blood Bowl? <laughs> I feel like he does. Uh, it's time to check in on your wrong. Remember, if you, people are watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of Yeah, let's see games, what we got wrong. They can go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what. Because I feel like up. I feel like there's a chance we got some things wrong. Well, the Blizzard stuff, it was more people uh, popping in, right? So it was like me explaining what was going on there, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Here you get God again. Wait, no, I don't think he's going to get God again. Well, I, you know me, he might though. You never know. Mm-hmm. Day I'm having. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, there's a lot of editorializing on. People want to say things we said or talking to what's going on here. Uh, Borzins Double Zero says, yes, Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC has a 150 gigabyte HDD space requirement. Uh, breaking news from Lord of Pwn, Rocket League's fall event, Haunted Hollows, was announced and is coming on October 14th. Uh, it's got a Stranger Things-inspired trailer that debuted I today, love so. it when games do Halloween events. It's yeah, one of my oh, favorite, yeah, totally. favorite t- parts of the season. Yes, yeah, so Team. I used to. I don't think. I imagine they still do it. But I used to love it every every October. Team Fortress Two gets all Halloweened up, and now and now all games do it. You know, well, pretty much all games have have uh, Halloween events. It's true. They should. I love it. If you're a live service game, you're not doing a Halloween event. No, you got to do it wrong. You're you got to do it. Um. Uh, the final boss fight does get Gary. Gary. Fine. When I'm playing The Last of Us Part Two and your system crashes playing solitaire because your Titan 2080 Ti driver crashed uh, with Intel's uh, Skylake refresh, I'll be the last one laughing. I wouldn't be seen dead with a Titan uh, with a uh, with a 2080 Ti. I've got a Titan RTX, most powerful graphics card on the market. Thank you very much. Well, I see your car doesn't work, so I'm not too happy with your PC. The P, the, the if I, if only my car was as reliable as my PC. I don't know. If Everybody do me a favor. Did we get him? Or? Oh, we got him right there. Give okay. me that gift too, Corey. If only my car was reliable as my PC. And then everybody be on Widow Watch. And as soon as he bitches on Twitter about his fucking PC doing whatever the fuck it did, it's spitting out memory cards. <laughs> I don't know. What I will say that every things. every time I've had a, a, a self-built PC, or like I've had Will or Greg Viedemann or other people in the, in the, over the years, they do always fuck up eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, doesn't everything though. And 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 That's Will and Will got himself in. I'm actually going to have him come on the stream soon and talk about the the techniques that he employed on the build because um, exactly what I happened, I thought would happen, happened. He built the PC. I posted some pictures of it, and people start coming out of the woodwork. Oh, he's got, he's got the fans in wrong, and you shouldn't do it this way. All the, everyone's like, Everybody's you know, one Monday morning quarterbacking your build. I, in many ways, Greg, and I am an advocate of PC gaming, and I love PCs, and I was the editor of PC Gamer, uh, but I'm now much more platform agnostic as you know i i go wherever the games are i'm not I'm, I'm not a console warrior i'm not playstation this or xbox that i just wherever the games are that's where i go and and that includes on the pc um but you are you're not and i give you a lot of grief about you giving me grief about turbo tax and yeah, you know it's, it's the joke it's the right, bit yeah it's literally the joke that's yeah. the one joke that you have is the turbo tax joke um, <laughs> minesweeper too don't forget that's a good um one but you are, but you're not, I mean, you're not wrong. PC games and PC gaming are often a lot of grief and a lot of hassle. And, you know, the problem is that these days, PC, console games are increasingly becoming a lot of grief and a lot of hassle. You know, it's a, it's a lot of the same shit that you have on PC. You got to, it takes fucking forever to install the thing. Then you got to get the update. Sure. You know, games. But it's so rare that my video card in my console doesn't communicate with whatever and I don't have sound out of this port and nobody knows why. No, there's that only where your IRQ driver is clashing with your, you know, trilinear flip-flopping yes. on your graphics card or whatever. Yeah. And that is annoying. But look at, for example, I was watching some videos this week. I was interested in Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Sure. I thought maybe, I, oh, I like the Tom Clancy games. Maybe I'll check this out. I watched a couple of videos and that game launches broke as shit. Because in the days of, we've talked about this many times before, in the days of release now, patch later, yeah. they're basically putting out PC games that are buggy and, and broken and don't work. Yeah, and PC, weird honestly, you guys seem to get the short, the short end of the stick a lot lately. In terms I mean, of like, it's, yours it's, is the one that's like it's awful. a it's a, it's, it's a, like uh, Borderlands three like ah fucking Epic Cloud sa- saves are just eating fucking saves and ruin and stuff and things. It's, like, you know? it's a hard rule to live by because of course you do want to play the the hot new games right when they come out. But the don't, basically, 
if you want to live a life of, 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 of peace and tranquility, don't buy games right when they come out because they're, they're almost always broken at launch. Give it a couple of months. Just live like a couple of months behind everyone else. That'll be fun. That'll be real good. <laughs> Like a real good life, dog. But let everyone else be the suckers in the beta Live testers. in the future, everybody. Tomorrow. Was I'm that hosting. it on your wrong? Was that all we got? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because we did a good job of going through in the first part. Yeah. Uh, and also, like you said, it's kind of hard to argue freedom's good. Yeah, so actually, you're wrong. <laughs> I don't agree with freedom. Uh, Thursday, me and Imran are hosting. Friday, it's me and Tim. Don't forget, tomorrow is the games cast. Me, Tim, Fran, and Imran, 2 p.m. Patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Also, something I should have been promoting and didn't. Uh, today, this afternoon, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, 2 o'clock. Uh, Concrete Genies developers are coming by to stream with Cool Greg. I'm going to start playing that today. Ooh. Is it good? I liked it a lot. I really, really I said the, 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 the vibe out there looks... I mean, I'm seeing a lot of positive coverage. Of yeah. yeah. I, I, what I said, uh, it, it, it reminded me of a children's storybook meets the Goonies. Kind of reminds me of a Double Fine game in many ways. Because the kind of game that Double true. Fine would make in it's, a different reality. Well, it's got reality. that texture to it. Yeah. Like, the world has that texture where, like, especially the cutscenes are awesome. Do you think my kid will like it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>